uh, that I've been teaching. I've been teaching on for the last couple weeks about uh, faith in the new creation. And uh, this week I've been teaching on about the benefits of of our uh, new creation. So when you to be born again, that means you and I have an opportunity to make a crisis uh, bow its knee. <clears throat> okay, and let me give you an example here. If you go with me here to Matthew chapter eight and look here at verse twenty-three, <clears throat> now the same story is mentioned in Mark chapter four, starting at verse thirty-five, and. Uh, Casey, put that up for a moment, uh, uh, Mark 4.35. When Jesus gave the disciples, <clears throat> we'll come back to that verse of Scripture, but put Mark 4.35. The same story here is in Matthew 8.23. <clears throat> it is in Mark, 5, it's in Mark 4. But I like the way Mark bring it out because Matthew just kind of, you know, just enter into the conversation. But notice here, and you'll notice the reason why this is saying, and it says, in the same day, when the evening was come, he said to them, let us do what? Pass over to what? The other side. That's your faith. Okay? That's the faith that, and faith is always acting on the word. So you don't, faith has no basis without having a directive. So the directive was, let us pass over to the other side. This is what Jesus told the disciples. Now, they with him. They witnessed the miracles. They witnessed the lepers being cleansed. They witnessed the dead being raised. They witnessed the blind seeing. And they had the same commission from Jesus himself, right? And so look at the next verse here. And it said, and when he had sent the multitude away, he took him even in the, as he was in the ship and there also with him of the little ship. Next verse. And there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship, and so it was now full. And as he was in the hinder part of the ship, asleep on the pillow, and as they awake him, notice this, and said unto him, Master, carry thou not that we perish? My question is, should they have made that statement? No. Why? Because he already gave them faith to do what? Let us pass over to the other side, right? Are you following what I'm saying? That's right. Now watch this. And then he arose... And look what he did. The same thing that he authorized them to do, Amen. he did. What did he do? He didn't pray to it. Prayer is good. <laughs> but you got to speak to it. Amen. Amen. He arose and what did he do? He rebuked the wind and what did he do? And he said what? See, when he rebuked the wind, that's, that's, a, see, that's a benefit that you and I have over the works of darkness. That's right. You can rebuke. God's creation is perfect. But because of the fall of the first Adam, a lot of things became tainted. But that's why you are not born again. We can reverse whatever's wrong, especially when you're called to a specific uh, purpose, right? I'm going to show you that in just a moment. 
And so he rebuked the wind and he said to the sea, peace, be still. And what, did, what happened? Come on, talk to me, class. What happened? And the wind what? The wind did what? It ceased. And that was what? A great calm. Well, why was that? Because Jesus spoke not as the son of God, but he spoke as the son of man. He is the son of God, but he is the son of man. Well, we know God. We know God in his deity through what? Jesus' humanity. Right? Okay, so watch this. And he said to them, why are you so fearful? Man, why would you ask a question to somebody like that? If I, if I went to pastor this, well, why are you so afraid, man? What's the matter with you? Right? Especially if I gave him faith, why are you so, and this is what Jesus did. That's why he said that. Why are you so, he said, why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? Because, see, not having the word meaning you don't have faith. See, faith is acting on the word that God gives you or the understanding that you have of him, right? And so notice the next verse. And they feared exceedingly and said one to another, what man of man this? <laughs> and even the wind and the sea obey him. That's supposed to be happening to you and I. Now, we're living, we're living in the last of the last days, and the intensity of time that we are living in, that would be great distraction, that would be great hurt, that would be great harm, that would be fictitious uh, viciousness of the works of darkness. But you and I don't have to fear because we're already complete in him to set the captive free. Okay? Now, go back to Matthew 8. Now, this is the same story. But I, I gave you this so that you could see uh, it in its entirety. I like Mark's account. Now look at Matthew in, what is it, 823? Is that what I said? Notice this. And when he entered, and when he was entering to a ship, now the reason for this storm, because that was a crisis. The crisis was you got two demoniac. That's causing great hurt, great harm, putting a lot of stress, and it was very treacherous that no one was able to pass that way. And we're talking about a, a pathway. Just think about you and I. Use you and I as, think about I-10. Right now they're doing a little construction work on, the, on I-10 going north, Right? I don't drive it that way. I just heard it. So, you know, but we know I'm from Baton Rouge. So, I, you know, and, and he is too. We know how congested uh, traveling can be, right? <laughs> now, just put yourself in a place where you can't travel going down I 10 east or, I mean, north or south because the road is unsafe or you got too much traffic and you got to take alternative route and it takes you longer to get there, right? I'm just trying to get you to use your imagination for a moment to see, to show you this was a main thoroughway that people used, the villages, the town used to do all of their shopping, everything that they did. But because of these demoniac or these demonized men, they couldn't pass that way. 
This was serious. You would get hurt. You would be, you would be, you would be utterly messed up. This is the type of fear, this is the type of terror that they possessed. Huh? And this is the reason why the storm kicked up. Because it knew Jesus, Jesus was the only one that could pass that way to set a whole city free from his fears. Now watch this. And so when they entered into the ship, his disciples followed him. And behold, there arose a great tempest in the sea, and so much that the ship was covered with the waves, but he was asleep. And his disciples came to him and woke him and saying, save us, we perish. See, it sounds kind of different right there. That's why you have to, when you see parables of the same story in the four gospels, you have to read them all together to get the complete picture. Because if you just read part of it, you just say, well, whoa, what in the world is this? Okay. And, this is, uh, and he said to them, why are you so fearful, O you of little faith? That means, O little faith means a short burst of energy. You know, kind of like juicy fruit gum. <laughs> Anybody ever chew juicy gum? It's gone as fast as you get it, right? And then the waves arose. I mean, then he arose and he rebuked the wind and the sea, and there was what? A great calm. Can you see it? Now here goes the story. And the men marveled, saying, what manner of man is this that even the wind and the sea obey him? We have authority. We're coming into a season right now where hurricanes, tornadoes are prone to want to attack our area. But I rebuke them. You ain't coming here. You're not bringing no destruction. You're not tearing up what we God then gave us. Amen. Yes, it could be replaced. But my God. I'd rather take authority over it and cast it over than to come and bring destruction. Everybody can't, everybody don't see what you see. And let me show you why we are put in communities to do what? To be the watchman over these communities. Why? Because as the scripture says, all men don't have faith. But when they can see the glory of God, the manifested presence of God in our lives, and they hear us speak, and the, and the things that we say, they see it happen just that way. It draws them closer to Christ. Okay? And watch this. Next verse, Casey. <clears throat> and when he was come to the other side, this is the reason why the storm took place. Okay, Luke's account, we're not going to read Luke, but Luke's account goes into uh, a, uh, a little bit more depth. But the thing about Luke's account is, is that it only speaks of one demonized. Same story, but this is speaking of two. Okay, now watch this. And when he was come to the other side into the country of the gathering, there met him. Whoa, what did, what happened? There met him what? Two possessed with devils coming out of the tomb exceedingly fierce so that no man might pass that way. And this is what they were doing. They were attacking. They were assaulting. Are oh, you understand what I'm saying? They were hurting. This, this literally happened. It's not just a story. Amen? And watch this. Keep going. And behold, they cried out, they too, saying, what have we to do with thee, Jesus, 
son of God. They never said that to anyone else. How did they identify him? They sure didn't identify him in his flesh. Jesus didn't have anything that on him that looked like he was acceptable, that he was some great important in society. He didn't look apart. You follow what I'm saying? I mean, you know, if you were Mr. Olympic, you know, you, you're going you're gonna to want to wear the shirt, wear the pants. You want everybody to see what well, Jesus had nothing physically tangible, well, just say physically, that looked like he stood out until he spoke. Are you following what I'm saying? <laughs> that's right. And look, and look, and that's right. That's why he said to who else, to, to they that have what? Ears to hear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying. And behold, they cried out, saying, What have we to do with thee, Jesus, thou Son of God? Art thou come? Look at this. They understand. To torment me before the time. What is he talking about? We have a lease here. Adam gave it to us. Right? See? You come here to torment. In other words, we know we know that we have a time limit, and we know that if you say we got to go, we got to go. But they're not off the earth because they have a time. They have a lease here on the earth, okay? Even though Satan has a lease on the earth, but he don't have no authority over you and I. You and I are the subject. You got to give him authority to torment, to hurt, to bring uh, shame to you. And that's by you not knowing who you are in Christ. Okay? And look what Jesus did. Next verse, Casey. And there was a good way off, notice, and there was a good way off from them, and the herd of many uh, swine. Now, you see the other, in Luke's account, it said he came, they came, he came and worshiped Jesus. And the reason for that is why? Because he didn't want Jesus to cast him out. Why are you here? This is not your time to torment me. This is not your time to send me out of here. Right? And he said, and he was a good ways off from them and the herd many and the herd of many swine feeding. You know, I still, you know, that means if you want to eat no pig, you can't eat no more crackling, no more boudin. <laughs> No more pork chop. Are you following what I'm saying? No more pork rib. Now, y'all bring all that to my house. Amen. Y'all, yeah, y'all ain't got to eat that. Bring all that to me. <laughs> all right, next verse. So the devils besought him. You see that? The devils, not the man. The devils besought him saying, if thou cast us out. Whoa. I mean, think about it. every day we in the marketplace, people full of, they full of demon, they demonize. Don't you know them spirits can identify who we are? They're not looking at you per se in the flesh. They're looking at the spirit of Christ that's in you, the one that they know had defeated him. Right? Oh, uh, I don't want to get too deep in this. Watch it. So if thou, notice it, if thou cast us out, suffer us to go away into the herd of swine. Keep going, Casey. And he said unto them, go. 
Whoa. He didn't even give a long prayer. He didn't hit to la paya no me shere calabado dose dere. No, he just say, go. Yeah, see, you, I mean, look, look, you got when you come out your prayer closet, man, you may go in like they say as a little kitten. Well, when you come out of that, <laughs> you know, sometimes I've been I've been like that. I went in as a kitten, boy, but when I got well, when I got that, when I got when I got full, and I got that, oh, I came out like a lion. Different attitude, different perspective. So he said, go, and when they will come out, they went into the herd of swine, and behold, the whole herd of swine ran violently down a steep place into the sea and perished in the waters. Keep going. And they that kept them fled, and they went their way into the city and told everything and what was befallen to the possessed of the devils. And behold, the whole city came out to meet Jesus. Watch this. And when they saw him, they besought him that he would depart out of their coast. They didn't even want him there. Isn't that something? He brought, he brought freedom. He brought liberty. They've been, they've, they've been taking the, the scenic route to get to the villages to take care of their business. And here it is. He opened the way for them to go where they don't have to go around them. You can go straight and they say, get out of here. Now, in Luke's account, the demonized man, he wanted to go with Jesus. Jesus said, no, I need you to stay here, buddy. And do what? And tell every good thing what God has done for you. All right? So I gave you that because we're living in the last of the last days. And I don't believe that we, you know, we, we you know, you know, that we will go through no tribulation, but we got enough tribulation right now here on the earth. But at the same time, what I'm saying to you is that there will be a lot, there'll be many crises. That was a great crisis right there. But Jesus took the crisis and made it out of what? An opportunity. Can you see? Uh, for freedom. So that's what you and I. We have to look at things in our lives that may not be going the way we want them. But look at the crisis not as a mean of being shut down or afraid or hiding but look at the crisis and say, this is an opportunity that the Holy Ghost inside of me can reveal for this purpose. What am I here for? Amen. For, yeah, we have this opportunity to overcome. Amen. Did you receive that? Yes, Praise God. Well, I don't want to take any more time. I want my friend Jason, Pastor Jason Miller. Come on forth, brother.